Welcome to In the Oil Patch, presented by Shale Magazine, broadcasting from the Oilfield Expert Studios. Oilfield Experts, where you get the right products right now. In the Oil Patch is where, together, we explore topics that affect us all in oil, gas, business, and in your community. Every week, your host, Kim Bellotto, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch. And now it's time for me to welcome one of my guests, Dale Winger, who is the Managing Director at Halliburton Labs. Dale, welcome to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Hi, Kim. It's great to be here. Thank you. This is the first time that we have had you on our show. So let me tell our listeners a little bit about you, and then you can tell us about Halliburton Labs, if you will. So you're a Managing Director right currently at Halliburton Labs. Uh, you also are on the advisory board. You are passionate about the advancement in uh, areas of clean energy, affordable energy. You also are a graduate with a bachelor from Purdue University, as well as an MBA from Harvard Business School. Prior to you joining Halliburton, you also were working in the specialty chemical business as well. Have I left anything out of your background since you joined Halliburton in 2014, I believe? No, that's correct. You got it. Um, and uh, so this this is year number three for me as a managing director at Halliburton Labs, uh, and also the third year uh, Halliburton Labs has been in existence. So it's an exciting new initiative that we're looking forward to discuss with you. Well, Dale, let me start with, so Halliburton is a well-known name. It's one of the major service companies on the planet, a global company. So everybody's pretty familiar with what Halliburton you know, does in the energy space and oil and gas as a service company. Halliburton Labs is fairly new. Um, A lot of people have heard of the lab, but maybe we're not so sure what it is designed to do. So let's start with, can you tell me a little bit about, as you guys are making the entrance in, how long has it been into the clean energy space? And then maybe we can do a big overview, if you will, of what your lab is designed to do in that space. Yes. Uh, well, thanks for the opportunity, Kim. Excited to talk about that. As you've noted, Halliburton has over 100 years of experience bringing new solutions and technology to scale uh, to meet the needs of the energy system, which, of course, are affordability and reliability and increasingly sustainability. And uh, one of our assessments as we entered into this decade was that those, those skills, those competencies, the ability to scale new technology uh, to meet the requirements of the energy system in 70 countries around the world were very much going to be needed as uh, new innovators and new companies and, and new technologies and new value chains emerged. And so, uh, and some of those value chains may not be uh, oil and gas based. And so our our starting point was that these competencies to be able to deliver affordable and reliable, increasingly sustainable energy were gonna be really important. But there was also new companies and technologies emerging that we didn't have a great front door to engage directly with. And so Halliburton Labs was established to be that front door for early stage companies that were innovating in value chains beyond our traditional business to access uh, scaling resources that can become really important on the scaling journey. And so 
you know, founders need a lot of things. I mean, they need a, a good team and they need a differentiated technology. And sometimes there's there's timing considerations on, on whether uh, a new solution can be successful in the market or not. But there's also a lot of scaling resources in terms of how you go from prototype to recurring streams of revenue with big world-class commercial customers. And being inside the industrial wrapper with the capabilities that Halliburton offers uh, can really be the difference to increase the probability of success. And so Halliburton Labs was established to work very closely with companies to make those scaling resources available. And those scaling resources can be people uh, that, that work for the Halliburton organization. So we have a lot of people that, that get involved directly in supporting uh, being an extension of the team. For, for Halliburton Labs companies. Uh, our business network can be a really uh, valuable scaling resource for early stage companies. And so as you think about Halliburton participating in the energy system for over 100 years in 70 countries, we have a supplier network and a customer network that spans multiple different geographies. And so taking new solutions to new geographies and whether that involves you know, local content or local manufacturing or a different kind of supply chain, th those, are, those are easy types of problems for us to navigate because we do that every day uh, in our core business. And then the third type of uh, scaling resource uh, that, that Halliburton can offer to an early stage company is our physical facilities. And so we have uh, Halliburton Labs participants that work in our wet labs or some of our maker spaces. We have all kinds of different facilities uh, that support our global footprint from, from engineering and technology to supply chain and manufacturing. And sometimes just having a facility that's permitted, that has capability, allows an early stage company to focus on building differentiation around their tech and their solution versus putting capital into lab equipment and permitting and, and other types of capabilities that are needed to uh, support the launch. Well, Dale, I guess when I'm, when I'm hearing this, I'm excited because I think you, you guys have put yourself in a very, very good position to be able to identify some of the greatest technology that's being involved in this area and being able to help it along very quickly, because if it was an entrepreneur or a small company that they're, they're in a test lab, they don't have the financial resources, maybe. They don't have the supply chain issues, like you said. And so the fact that they can come into one of the big guys that is well-funded and be able to utilize those services as well, it's, it's kind of a, a great thing. It's you know uh, a great dovetailing together allowing Halliburton to see some of the greatest technologies that are out there and being a part of it. Let's talk about other similar programs as well that are other accelerating programs. Are there other similar programs that you're aware of that are kind of doing and what are the differences between Halliburton Labs accelerator program versus similar programs? Yeah, so one thing that's really important about the the Halliburton Labs uh, model and the ecosystem uh, that um, is, is is a value to the entrepreneurs and not always what they expect uh, from a corporation is that we are an open and collaborative environment. And so what that means is that we, uh, we, we work very closely with other startup development organizations and incubators and accelerators across the ecosystem in a very collaborative way. And, and one of the reasons for that is we, we, we know that entrepreneurs need, need lots of, they, they need to build a big network and a big, you know, uh, mm -hmm. a big roster 
of supporters and folks that are interested in their success. It's it's hard not being an incumbent to, to launch a new uh, solution at the scale of the global energy system. And so uh, Halliburton Labs is an open collaborative environment, meaning that joining Halliburton Labs does not, you know, the company gets to, they, they get to keep all of their IP. Uh, they can raise money from anyone they want to in the future, you know, whether that's, uh, you know, someone else in, in value chains that Halliburton participates in today, they, they can sell uh, to uh, commercially to any company they want to in the future. And so, um, and, and one of the things that, that we've done is build relationships with other types of clean energy accelerator programs and other startup development uh, organizations, other corporates and other universities. And, and each of those could, could kind of speak to the value proposition of, of what they offer. I can speak to the, the, the differentiation that, that what we're really trying to offer is a couple things. One is, is a very one-on-one -on -one bespoke experience that is focused on the individual company's specific scaling milestones. And so, so what I mean by that is most of our work with companies that join the Halliburton Labs Accelerator program happens on one-on-one -on -one basis. And from the very beginning, we sit down in a conference room and we build a playbook and we go through what does success look like for this company over the course of the next six months, the next 12 months, the next 18 months? And, and we build something that we're very familiar with at Halliburton called a playbook, where we say, okay, here's a bucket of strategic things that are very important for this company to accomplish. And we're doing this in the context of what does the company want to be able to tell its board? What does the company want to tell its investors? What do they lock arms as a management team and say, these are the most important things for us to accomplish uh, over these upcoming near-term time horizons? And so there's a strategic lane to that. There's a commercial lane to that. Sometimes there's an engineering lane to that. Sometimes there's a there's a team and HR lane to that. But we put these things together in a playbook. And then we really work as an extension of the team. But, but oftentimes, Halliburton Labs is just playing a conduit role, meaning it's not people with full-time jobs at Halliburton Labs that are helping work on uh, building the team or manufacturing scale-up. It's actual practitioners that have day jobs at Halliburton that, that do that activity professionally. And so for an example, we see a lot of companies that come in and they have a prototype or they're, they're able to make one or two, they're able to make, you know, liters or, or grams, but what they're trying to get to is truckloads to serve, you know, world-class customers. Mm -hmm. And they're trying to, to take that scale up. And, and of course, we have a lot of experience uh, taking those uh, scaling steps. And, and so when we're supporting that activity, activity. I mean, there's health and safety considerations, there's cost considerations, there's environmental considerations. And, and, and the support that we provide early stage companies comes from professionals who are using world-class tools that are paid by Halliburton to solve those exact same problems in our core business. And so when a company is, is getting mentorship and support and kind of working through their playbook, they're partnered up with someone uh, who, who has a day job at Halliburton with cost targets and quality targets and health and safety targets and a team uh, to build and, and motivate and, and manage and work on succession planning and things like that. And so I really think the two differentiators, uh, you know, as an actual operator in the industry that, you know, has to face the reality every day of what are the current impacts of inflation uh, on the business and what are the uh, current impacts of other types of industry dynamics related to, to labor uh, our, our folks are not immune from that because they're 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 dealing with that uh, every day. 
That is beautiful. What you just said, I'm sure is hitting home runs with all kinds of entrepreneurs out there that have the, the set, they're, they're wondering, you know, I can develop this technology and then I have to go take it out into the field. And then I'm going to get the pushback because they're dealing with regulators or they're dealing with regulation. They're dealing with endangered species. They're dealing with, so there's a lot of different things that they're having to deal with that you guys already been there, done that, know it and can help them, you know, get ahead of it while they're actually testing it in this lab. Let's take a quick break, Dale, when we return I want to get back on Halliburton Labs, and I'm also excited to talk to one of your actual companies that are involved in Halliburton Labs. You're listening to in the Oil Patch Radio Show. We'll be right back. Hey, when you're in business, you have to make a lot of tough choices. So let's talk about an easy one, your workers' comp coverage. If you're a propane or butane dealer or operator, you need to join the Lone Star Energy Safety Group through Texas Mutual Insurance Company. As a member, you'll automatically get a discount on your premium, plus you can earn double dividends that'll go straight into your pocket. It's the easiest decision you'll ever make. Find out more at TexasMutual.com slash Lone Star Energy. We're back. You're listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. My guest today is Dale Winger, who is the Managing Director at Halliburton Labs. Dale, before the break, you were talking to me about Halliburton Lab, what it is. Um, and I have to say, you know, in looking at your website, the definition you guys have is a collaborative environment where entrepreneurs, academics, investors, uh, industrial labs join together to advance cleaner, affordable energy. And then you gave me an example of, you know, how a company gets involved. And then we, we moved into a little bit further. Well, when it's out of concept and into actual application mode, uh, uh, an entrepreneur or a company finds themselves in a lot of different situations between dealing with regulatory issues, potentially not having enough money. Maybe they didn't think about something that their customer would need or use. And this is probably the whole main reason why Halliburton Labs really is a good idea because you guys have already been there, done that, and you have a large enough footprint to have already had this experience. And if they need something, you guys are there as a big brother, if you will, to help them along. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about you know, this process? It, have you had any scenarios that you can kind of give us an idea of a company that had they been going at it alone and not partnered with Halliburton, what would have you know, you probably save somebody a year or two thousands of dollars. Is there one company that maybe you don't need to mention their name, but you can give us an example of how Halliburton was able to really help this company? Yeah, I appreciate the question, Kim. And at the end of the day, that is our exact value proposition uh, to early stage companies. You know, what, what, unfortunately, a lot of early stage companies do not make it across the valley of death. And uh, that, that means they run out of time or they, you know, they run out of money. And so what, what our fundamental value proposition at Halliburton Labs is to help them use their time and money more efficiently uh, so that they can achieve the scaling milestones that attract additional customers, which helps attract additional money. And so if you just think about the, va the valuation of a company you know, one of the big obstacles in commercialization is getting to you know big customers with recurring revenue streams, 
and I'm I'm sure you and all your listeners are familiar with whether it's it's the in the energy industry in particular, the number of customers that want to be first is a much shorter line than the number of customers that are willing to be second or third or fourth or fifth. And so getting that first successful demonstration completed at scale is a real value creating event for the company because there's a longer line of of prospective customers that are willing to be second or third or fourth. And then once there's two or three or four customers involved, the number of investors that want to be involved and provide financial support for the company, that line gets longer too. The number of places you can raise money from when you have multiple recurring revenue contracts with world-class customers is much, much larger than being a pre-revenue company or have you know just provided some early demonstration materials. However, we know very well from our 100 years experience in the energy business that getting you know to a industrial scale demonstration has a lot of considerations. And particularly in large energy companies, there's going to be technical decision makers that are really going to want to make sure that they understand all the aspects of the process and how it's different than what they're doing today. There's going to be operational decision makers who have slightly different consideration set and uh, and scorecards, and they're going to want to understand the impact to their unique asset that they're operating that, that might be a little different than you know the data that's been presented to them thus far, and they're going to have a role in the process. And of course, there's going to be a set of economic and procurement decision makers that are going to want to get involved after the other two uh, have evaluated the technology. And particularly for for a startup company, when when a startup company is is trying to get in the room with the right people, like sometimes they're not even you know don't don't have full visibility into even how that decision making process works and and the interplay between those different groups of right. you know whose support and green lighting is necessary to advance to the to the next stage and and sometimes we have understanding that can be very helpful to make sure that we're having the right conversations with the right people to move forward with uh, with trial and and support uh, for a new solution but there's also sort of the de-risking of having Halliburton support because world-class companies around the world, some of which are our clients today, but we've also seen, Kim, that there are companies that are not in industries that that Halliburton currently participates in, but but having having that early stage company within the industrial wrapper of Halliburton and, and understanding, you know, the the health and safety requirements and the environmental requirements and being able to scale technology provides a de-risking element that is very helpful and kind of puts things in the language that uh, world-class customers are used to buying in. And, and the other thing that we've done for some companies, Kim, is you know when, when they're actually demonstrating the technology on one of Halliburton's sites, the, the, the environment looks very familiar. You know, walking into a Halliburton facility uh, doesn't look like you're walking into a you know a startup garage as an example. And so when the technology is being showcased to a prospective investor or a prospective customer and the technical decision makers want to come out and put eyes on things and understand how the process works and the inputs and the outputs, you know, st- stepping onto a Halliburton campus that, you know, it, it's right. clean and there's security and and there's nice conference rooms and technology and um, uh, it, it really sort of helps elevate the early stage company to look like they're ready to do business uh, with another world-class company, which of course adds valuation and, and helps them go faster towards getting that uh, large-scale trial. You are right. Because if you have been accepted by a major service company, Halliburton, into their program, 
that there speaks volumes to a lot of investors potentially um, that they're not just dealing with that company while they are. If, if Halliburton saw something important in their technology, it really does help accelerate on all levels. These companies, to me, it's a game changer. And I'm so glad that you guys are looking at this and focusing on, you know, what is the future as we make this energy transition in the green space? And, and that's what you guys are trying to identify and, and helping, helping in this area and in this sector. When we come back, I'm very excited. We will be joined by one of your actual companies that has been accepted into Halliburton Labs. But we got to take a quick break. You're listening to in the Oil Patch Radio Show. We'll be right back. In the oil and gas industries, you don't just need a workers' comp provider. You need a workers' comp provider who understands your business. That's Texas Mutual Insurance Company. At Texas Mutual, they've created the Texas Oil and Gas Association Safety Group exclusively for businesses involved with exploration and production. That means you'll have access to information and safety resources that fit the way you work. But the advantages don't stop there. As a safety group member, you'll receive a premium discount on your workers' comp. Plus, you can qualify for double dividends. You heard that right. Members can earn an additional dividend on top of the one you receive as a policyholder. It's all part of Texas Mutual's commitment to working as a partner with the businesses that keep our state running. Texas Mutual and the Texas Oil and Gas Association, two great organizations that are even better together. To see if you qualify to become a safety group member, go to texasmutual.com TXOGA. And welcome back to In the Old Patch Radio Show. My guest today is Dale Winger, Managing Director of Halliburton Labs, and we're also being joined by Pika Canisto, CEO of Rock Soul. Pika, welcome to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. I am very happy to have you as a guest on our show to talk about how Halliburton Labs and your company uh, as a CEO, how you guys have been working together. So let's start with, um, can you tell me a little bit about the core role of what Rock Soul does? What is the, the mission for your company? Yeah, hi, Kim, and thanks for having us. Uh, yeah, uh, that's a that's a quite big question right there. As uh, like Rock Soul, Rock Soul is a Finnish-based deep tech company, but what makes us special, we combine the hardware and AI and uh, data analytics in a one package. There's a lot of sensor manufacturers out there. There's a lot of AI companies, but we combine those together and there's a real need need for that. We are, uh, let's say we are a startup company, but we are in a commercialization and scale up phase already. And uh, joining Halliburton Labs uh, was a really good timing for us. And uh, and it just shows that there is, in my opinion, there is really not one time that you need to be there in this, as a startup. But for us, it's more like we already have a very good market fit with our main product. And actually, we have overcome the biggest hurdle that startups normally have is like, you have the greatest idea in the world, but where you fit that? Well, how do you make a product? How do you commercialize it? I think that's where we have overcome that already. But then starts the next phase is how you scale up your business and how do you scale up your people, how you scale up your processes, things like that. And I think that's that's also where we feel that we, we're doing a lot of right things right now, but we can actually have a good extension of the team, like Dale said before, kind of having things, kind of having a like an extension there that you can talk about your issues and problems that you're overcoming and what, what you need to do better and kind of a utilizing the HSC side, but also also the processes for the manufacturing, scaling up the manufacturing, which which we are doing right now. So as as Roxo, our core, our mission is to bring in the technology in, and we are doing this already with the supermakers uh, for separators and tanks, where we measure levels and uh, basically measure them reliably and 
overcoming the problems that the industry really, really has right now is like the, the, there's a lot of IoT out there, but the, we can provide things that work and reliably, and you can actually start not just measuring what you, what you need, but really start analyzing things and getting the value from your operation and making more safer and more greener that way. So I think in a, in a short term, that's what we do. A long term, our mission is really kind of a start to be the industry standard for the process controls for liquids and solids. That's where we are heading to. And that's that's really where the AI side and data analytics comes in much more that we are doing right now. So mm -hmm. I think in so that's that's what we do. So on your website, it says if oil and gas operations can be seen as clean tech challenges, it opens the door to sustainable profits. And right now we're aware, even with Halliburton, the profits are, are, are slim and they are very, uh, they're potentially getting slimmer. It's very hard uh, in the energy sector due to a lot of challenges that they deal with all the time from regulation to uh, just all kinds of different issues oil and gas companies deal with. Service companies are no different. Um, and they really don't have the ability to pass um, the uh, added charges onto a customer because a company like Halliburton doesn't have one. So efficiency is the name of the game. And so it looks like this is what your company is focusing on is using technology to leverage that. At what stage, Pika, did you come into Halliburton's lab? Was it already out of proof of concept and in actual circulation and in the community? And you saw the acceleration with the lab helping you Halliburton lab uh, move even faster. Can you give me some idea of, you know, how Halliburton lab really changed the trajectory of Roxel? Yeah. I mean, we, we, I think you nailed that already there is like, we were, we had a product already. We have launching that we have a good customer base, uh, but we needed, needed kind of a support on the, on the scale up pace. And that's, that's where we really joined the, joined the Halliburton labs, but we just, I think we saw also a good fit where we are uh, bringing what you said, optimization there. And that's, that's exactly where we're heading. We have a, uh, from a process point of view, we have a tool in our hands that we can actually utilize, uh, utilize that analyzing the data and doing things better than they used to be doing them more reliably, more safely. But the other thing that many companies are doing at the moment is that trying to do too much themselves and the collaboration is the key. And I think the Halliburton labs, uh, and our customers, I think the industry overall is very ready for collaboration and that needs to happen if we want to do the next phase of the industry doing things better otherwise we are gonna because not any startup has the muscle to kind of do it themselves not even the big boys have a, enough muscles to do themselves because both both parties will need each other i think that's 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 mm -hmm. where we're joining and i think Halliburton labs fits that very well you know i'm not here to plug i'm here to interview and talk on the radio but i have to say that i can really see the benefit of having a large company uh extremely successful well-respected global company at Caliburton create a lab that helps entrepreneurs who need that leg up. Maybe they're missing, they're always missing something. You might have the technology, but you don't know how to run a company, or you might know how to run a company, but you're limited on the technology, but you see what's missing. There's just a lot here to unpack of what companies really suffer and go through to try to get to market and be successful. And when they partner with a large company, I can really see the benefit for the company itself. And most importantly, getting some of the greenest technology out there into the field and in use and in very quickly, by the way, as well. When we come back from break, I'm going to bring Dale back on with us too, and we can talk about the benefit between how did uh, what did Halliburton see versus what you saw and then I want to end with how can our listeners they have a company how can they get involved with Halliburton Labs let's take a quick break you're listening to an oil patch radio show we'll be right back
We're back. You're listening to Annual Patch Radio Show. My guest today is Dale Winger, who is the Managing Director at Halliburton Labs. Dale, before the break, you were talking to me about Halliburton Lab, what it is. Um, and I have to say, you know, in looking at your website, the definition you guys have is a collaborative environment where entrepreneurs, academics, investors, uh, industrial labs join together to advance cleaner, affordable energy. And then you gave me an example of, you know, how a company gets involved. And then we, we moved into a little bit further. Well, when it's out of concept and into actual application mode, uh, uh, an entrepreneur or a company finds themselves in a lot of different situations between dealing with regulatory issues, potentially not having enough money. Maybe they didn't think about something that their customer would need or use. And this is probably the whole main reason why Halliburton Labs really is a good idea because you guys have already been there, done that, and you have a large enough footprint to have already had this experience. And if they need something, you guys are there as a big brother, if you will, to help them along. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about you know, this process? It, have you had any scenarios that you can kind of give us an idea of a company that had they been going at it alone and not partnered with Halliburton, what would have you know, you probably save somebody a year or two thousands of dollars. Is there one company that maybe you don't need to mention their name, but you can give us an example of how Halliburton was able to really help this company? Yeah, I appreciate the question, Kim. And at the end of the day, that is our exact value proposition uh, to early stage companies. You know, what, what, unfortunately, a lot of early stage companies do not make it across the valley of death. And uh, that, that means they run out of time or they, you know, they run out of money. And so what, what our fundamental value proposition at Halliburton Labs is to help them use their time and money more efficiently uh, so that they can achieve the scaling milestones that attract additional customers, which helps attract additional money. And so if you just think about the, va- the valuation of a company you know, one of the big obstacles in commercialization is getting to you know big customers with recurring revenue streams, and I'm I'm sure you and all your listeners are familiar with whether it's it's the in the energy industry in particular, the number of customers that want to be first is a much shorter line than the number of customers that are willing to be second or third or fourth or fifth, and so getting that first successful demonstration completed at scale is a real value creating event for the Mm -hmm. company because there's a longer line of of prospective customers that are willing to be second or third or fourth. And then once there's two or three or four customers involved, the number of investors that want to be involved and provide financial support for the company, that line gets longer too. The number of places you can raise money from when you have multiple recurring revenue contracts with world-class customers is much, much larger than being a pre-revenue company or have you know just provided some early demonstration materials. However, we know very well from our 100 years experience in the energy business that getting you know to a industrial scale demonstration has a lot of considerations. And particularly in large energy companies, there's going to be technical decision makers that are really going to want to make sure that they understand all the aspects of the process and how it's different than what they're doing today. There's going to be operational decision makers who have slightly different consideration set and uh, and scorecards, and they're going to want to understand the impact, their unique asset that they're operating that, that might be 
a little different than you know the data that's been presented to them thus far, and they're going to have a role in the process. And of course, there's going to be a set of economic and procurement decision makers that are going to want to get involved after the other two uh, have evaluated the technology. And particularly for for a startup company, when when a startup company is is trying to get in the room with the right people. Like sometimes they're not even, you know, don't don't have full visibility into even how that decision making process works and and the interplay between those different groups of right. you know whose support and green lighting is necessary to advance to the to the next stage. And and sometimes we have understanding that can be very helpful to make sure that we're having the right conversations with the right people to move forward with uh, with trial and and support uh, for a new solution. But there's also sort of the de-risking of having Halliburton's support because world-class companies around the world, some of which are our clients today, but we've also seen, Kim, that there are companies that are not in industries that that Halliburton currently participates in, but but having having that early stage company within the industrial wrapper of Halliburton and, and understanding, you know, the the health and safety requirements and the environmental requirements and being able to scale technology provides a de-risking element that is very helpful and kind of puts things in the language that uh, world-class customers are used to buying in. And, and the other thing that we've done for some companies, Kim, is you know when, when they're actually demonstrating the technology on one of Halliburton's sites, the, the, the environment looks very familiar. You know, walking into a Halliburton facility uh, doesn't look like you're walking into a you know a startup garage as an example. And so when the technology is being showcased to a prospective investor or a prospective customer and the technical decision makers want to come out mm-hmm. and put eyes on things and understand how the process works and the inputs and the outputs, you know, st- stepping onto a Halliburton campus that, you know, That's is right. clean and there's security and and there's nice conference rooms and technology and um, uh, it, it really sort of helps elevate the early stage company to look like they're ready to do business uh, with another world-class company, which of course adds valuation and, and helps them go faster towards getting that uh, large-scale trial. You are right. Because if you have been accepted by a major service company, Halliburton, into their program, that there speaks volumes to a lot of investors potentially um, that they're not just dealing with that company while they are. If if Halliburton saw something important in their technology, it really does help accelerate on all levels. These companies, to me, it's a game changer. And I'm so glad that you guys are looking at this and focusing on, you know, what is the future as we make this energy transition in the green space? And, and that's what you guys are trying to identify and, and helping, helping in this area and in this sector. When we come back, I'm very excited. We will be joined by one of your actual companies that has been accepted into Halliburton Labs. But we got to take a quick break. You're listening to in the Oil Patch Radio Show. We'll be right back. Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine provides services like print advertising and digital marketing. Our digital advertising services include website, email, radio, video, and social media. Shale also provides specialized web services from website management to search engine optimization and social media management. Visit our website shalemag.com. Once again, that's shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G.com to learn more. Shale is your one-stop shop for growing your business. Pick up the phone today and call 210-240-7188. Again, 210-240-7188. 
Are you a business owner feeling overwhelmed where to begin your business's online presence? Maybe you've spent thousands of dollars in the past just to be highly disappointed with the results. We understand because we were once you. Since then, we decided to hire the very best experts to help us and you. Let us send you our business profile that will quickly show you your Google business rankings in these five areas. Reputation, ratings online, website, advertising and social media, and search engine optimization. All of these areas really affect how Google ranks your entire listing. So if ranking on page one is your goal, pick up the phone and call us now, 210-240-7188, or simply go to shalemag.com slash business profile. We'll be in contact with you within 24 hours. Once again, pick up the phone and call us now, 210-240-7188, or simply go to shalemag.com. That's S-H-A-L-E-M-A-G.com slash business profile. Start dealing with a company you can trust and always find. And we're back. You're listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. My guest today is Dale Winger, who is Managing Director for Halliburton Labs. And we're being joined by one of the companies that's involved in Halliburton Labs, Roxall, and their CEO, Pika Canisto. Dale, can you talk to me a little bit about, so Roxall is a company that's involved now in Halliburton. Uh, what do you see? They're fairly new in the company. Can you navigate us into what would happen if a company was to come in like Roxall? Where do you see them going with Halliburton Labs? Yeah, it's a great question. And we've been really uh, open-minded around being able to work with companies without solving for a specific strategic Halliburton objective. So our first and foremost priority is helping the company accelerate through commercialization milestones that will make the company more valuable. And that feeds strategic intelligence into Halliburton in the sense of we build firsthand relationships with new people and new companies and new technologies and emerging markets that Halliburton might not have otherwise had access to. But I want to draw a distinction. There's no uh, sort of preconceived plan that this is going to be a, a future acquisition of Halliburton or this is going to be a future supplier of Halliburton. In fact, we more likely sort of see ourselves doing what Halliburton has been doing for a long time as being a services provider that employs technology in our business, uh, deploying technology around the world. And so there's potentially a role where we might be a services provider in future value chains of Halliburton Labs companies. But our first and foremost priority when they join us is, is, is helping make the companies more valuable by achieving commercialization milestones. And so we were really excited about uh, Roxol and the way that they were pulling together tools uh, for the energy industry to be able to improve reliability and drive higher levels of efficiency to reduce cost, as we talked about in the beginning. The energy system of the future is not just more sustainable, but it, it's also affordable and reliable. And Roxall can do a whole lot uh, in terms of the uh, tomographic tools that they have available uh, to uh, drive predictive maintenance uh, and to improve the efficiency of operations. And so we were excited uh, having deployed and scaled up uh, solutions with uh, similar types of technologies that we could be able to help advance their technology and increase the company's valuation. You know, and looking at the y'all's website, Halliburton Labs, and I see there's just so many different areas. Uh, Fuel X is in uh, solid state hydrogen storage and power. Roxol is industrial processes through uh, tomographic image systems. 
there's light uh, tracking solar glass design, there's grid forming power tronics, there's another hydrogen company here, Redshift. You have a large range of different types of companies that it's not just focusing on, you know, one area, you guys are really spread out. And I do see a lot of hydrogen, which is the uh, name of the game today, but um, they look like they're very diverse in their companies. Uh, Can you talk to us a little bit about the selection? And I know you guys, I saw on the website, you guys have a pitch day. Um, I I think you guys are modeling after um, those shows. You want to be a star or, you know, you want to get out and sing and and you get the contract, something like that. But um, you guys have a pitch day coming up too. So um, for our listeners, we we held off the very, the best part for the last. Uh, Tell us how a company could get involved with Halliburton Labs. Yeah, thanks for that opportunity, Kim. Uh, We are, we've now hosted seven finalist pitch day events uh, since we established uh, Halliburton Labs uh, almost three years ago. Our eighth one is coming up in September. It's September 21st uh, in Denver, Colorado. Halliburton Labs will be sponsoring a, a Future of Energy Day as a part of Denver Startup Week. And so uh, that event will include a lot of programming, panel discussions, and energy industry leaders. There will be an in-person edition for those that are able to be in Denver. There'll also be an online broadcast. And you can go to our website, HalliburtonLabs.com, to register to attend, and and we'll keep you apprised of of information related to that. Notably, we also have uh, the application window for companies that want to be considered to pitch at that event. There's an application that's live on our website Uh, all of the time. And so we'll be reviewing and accepting applications uh, up until Friday, August the 18th. And so if if you or or you have folks in your network that are uh, founders that, you know, would like to use an event like this with several hundred in-person and and, uh, even more online participants to tell the story of their company and their technology and potential solution uh, to Halliburton Labs worldwide audience, uh, please apply for that. And uh, if you're just looking for more information about the program, feel free to find me, Dale Winger, on LinkedIn, and we'd be happy to connect with you and uh, understand what you're doing and if there's ways that that we can be helpful. But the way that our selection process works, and this is kind of you know the the path that Roxol followed, is we've been very careful not to presuppose that we know exactly what the energy system looks like in three years, five years, seven years down the road. We mm-hmm. anticipate there will be lots of technology innovation that impacts. If you think about the diversity of, of the, the energy value chain, whether you're talking about industrial processes or you're talking about light transportation or heavy transportation or the grid, there, there's lots of different considerations in terms of cost and performance. And so what we wanted to do with Halliburton Labs was come in with a very open mind and not 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 start looking for, for something specific too early in the process. And so as we mentioned earlier, we do require that there is a proof of concept and that there's a prototype and, and whatever the new solution is can be demonstrated at, you know, whether it's liters or grams or watts, but at some scale, maybe it just sits uh, in a lab today. And, and that is an important requirement. But as long as it contributes to the energy system of the future in a way that helps achieve decarbonization goals or the decarbonization of heavy industry more broadly, um, and also has a path to competitiveness in a particular application with large market potential in a way that it could be you know, sort of economic and safe and reliable is something that we would be interested in. And, and, and perhaps there's not a Halliburton. In most cases, there's not a Halliburton size 
services opportunity in that market space today, but there may well be later in this decade or in the next decade. And so in the interim, we want to provide our scaling resources to help more of those technologies get across to that valley of death to give the energy industry and the world kind of more very good options to choose from. Very good. So for more information on a company that uh, wants to pitch, they can go to howlabs.com. They can find you on LinkedIn, Dale Winger. Um, on LinkedIn, I just got to say that I, I'm very excited. I, I've wanted you guys to come on the show for a while, but I'm glad we waited because to see the different types of companies and to really drill down into what you guys are looking for. Um, it's important what you guys are doing. I hope that more companies get involved in doing it. It kind of reminds me of a Shark Tank type of uh, <laughs> pitch day, if you will, but it's brilliant. So whoever came up with this, rather it was Jeff himself or or you, kudos. It's a great idea. And uh, the energy industry needs all the help it can get. So thank you for joining me today, uh, Dale and Pika, and helping us understand what your mission is here uh, at Halliburton Labs. Thank you, Kim. It's been great to be with you. Thank you. In the Oil Patch is where, together, we explore topics that affect us all in oil, gas, business, and in your community. Every week, your host, Kim Bellotto, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch. Any business can benefit from advertising to the oil and gas industry, but it's really important to partner with a marketing company that has a proven track record with this growing industry. Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine is the one-stop shop that'll keep you in front of the customers that you need to grow your business. So let's start growing your business in Texas. Email us, info at shalemag.com. Again, that's info at shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G, dot com. Or you can call us. 210-240-7188. Again, that's 210-240-7188.